Hello and welcome to the Seems Legit Podcast, hosted by your favorite craft beer drinking, whiskey sipping, bourbon appreciating, sushi eating, steak craving, speedo wearing, tell like it is, poker playing guitarist, the dude himself, the dude Sonny D. I want to thank you all so much for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. Also, if you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sonny D. Sorry if I'm a little out of breath here to start this episode. I uh, just did a little quick uh, superset workout there, so wanted to feel a little pumped up before this episode. So, and I think it's important to uh, to try and find ways to exercise or you know just get some activity, get some motion in your body when you can. I think that's I think it's those extra little bit of movements is what we kind of lose. As we get older and as we kind of get more sedentary and into our kind of working day and working day careers, it's very easy to forget those extra motions we got, you know, in those high school, in those university days that we took for granted, right? The walking between classes almost, you know, it's kind of in a way it was scheduled fitness, extra fitness, right? Every 45 minutes, every 50 minutes, every hour and 15 minutes, boom. Time to go. Get up and walk for 15 minutes. Get up and walk for 10 minutes. So you kind of lose that uh, as we get older, as we find ourselves uh, in our more career phase of our lives. So I find it's important to kind of re-inject a little bit of that into ourselves. And especially, I mean, as I look right now in the computer screen uh, at myself here and I see uh, what appears to be a whole assortment of new gray hairs I don't know if that's uh, stress-related or age-related or what, um, but uh, yes, I, I've for the last few years now had to get accustomed to the whole salt and pepper look. Um, I embrace it, uh, but yes, they are becoming uh, definitely more prominent uh, in my hair now, uh, and as I'm growing it back out again, and I mean it's still short, don't get me wrong, but... Hopefully by this summertime, I have a nice summer shag going on, and that'll be uh, nice uh, salt and pepper going on there. So anyway, uh, as I talk here and I, uh, about uh, my hair, in the past I've talked about hair care. Today I want to talk about um, skin care and hair care and grooming care. And just some tips again. I want to change uh, the pace here a little bit today. Uh, we've been doing a lot of talk lately about hockey, about poker, um, but as of right now, there's really no truly new, um, developments or announcements going on, uh, with the world series of poker or any of the other tournament series going on this summer. So until more schedules there, I thought, you know what, this is a great opportunity to kind of, you know, take a little bit of time away from poker, change things up, uh, go back to giving some, just some general tips, some advice that we can take in our day-to-day lives. Uh, we've been doing a lot of hockey talk. Um, as a matter of fact, the last two episodes, actually the last one, two, three uh, episodes were uh, hockey related. And I think if we were to go back even further, like four of the last six, yeah, there's been a lot of hockey talk lately. Uh, so anyway, uh, talk about some skincare today. Uh, maybe in the next episode, I, I haven't, funny enough, I didn't recap the UFC, the Dominic Reyes versus John Jones fight that took place uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that's my bad. Uh, we could always talk about that. Um, now that's kind of boiled over a little bit and people aren't as up in arms about, oh, it was a controversy, oh, this and that. Uh, we can discuss that a little bit uh, in a future, in one of the new, uh, upcoming episodes. 
Uh, but for today, <clears throat> kind of want to focus on uh, some on, on skin care, hair care, and uh, give you some general tips that can hopefully help you implement a good skincare and hair care regime, uh, and just kind of debunk some things uh, and just make it kind of easier for everyone. So the first thing I want to talk about is brand and price. And it's very easy to get caught in the trap and the thinking of, oh, well, you know, proper skincare costs an arm and a leg and, oh, you need to have what the commercials are showing or what the fanciest celebrities are using. Not the case. Uh, not the case at all. Um, the most important part about skincare, healthcare, um, grooming, uh, hair care is, is process and routine. That is really, the, those are the two most important things, having a process and making it a routine. That's really all it is. And it's no different than, as I said, healthcare, kind of like your, your lifestyle, your fitness, all of that is all about routine, establishing a routine, having a process, having a workout process, having an exercise process. As I said there, uh, to start the show, finding time, finding ways to inject a little more activity into your day. All of these things, uh, in my opinion, are built on those two fundamental keys uh, to the recipe uh, that just helps you gain the most out of these things. And uh, it comes down to process and routine. Everything we do just about in life comes down to process and routine. Uh, whether we want to, whether we know that or not, or want to admit it or not, it, that's what it comes down to. It, it really is as simple as that. There's no magic formula. There's no magic pills. It's as simple as process and routine. Uh, so don't ever feel like, oh, this is something that's out of my grasp or, uh, you know, oh, how do I start? Where do I start? That's what we're going to talk about today. So uh, the first and, and most important thing, uh, in my opinion, when it comes to establishing any kind of skincare routine is understanding the basic steps in creating that process. And that's cleansing, moisturizing, and kind of for the almost maintaining, so to speak. And that would be like your scrubs, your face masks, things like that um, would be included in that kind of branch uh, of the skincare process. And routine. So that first part when we talk about it, we talk about cleansing. It's important to keep your skin clean. Uh, that 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 I cannot stress that enough. Having clean skin is vitally important um, for having healthy skin, uh, for having youthful skin, for for you know trying to get for making your skin look the best. You need to have clean skin. With that being said, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg, all right? So, for instance, what do I do? I go to, like, the Home Sense, I go to Marshalls, I go to Winners, uh, all of those kind of stores, and basically just get um, a good basic cleanser uh, for relatively cheap. A good cleanser, a decent cleanser, is somewhere in the neighborhood of 4 to $6, maybe 7 at the most. You really shouldn't have to pay more than that. Uh, for a cleanser, if I'm being honest. Uh, you don't need to have some kind of thing that has fancy exfoliating beads and micro beads and micro this or any of that. Um, I find that a little unnecessary because you're going to add that step in 
uh, when you go and incorporate things like a scrubbing brush. So what do I, so for me, I have two cleansers that I essentially use. I have a gel cleanser. Uh, I think it's a morning burst, energizing skin thing. Got it at Marshall's. It was $5. That was fine for me. That thing's going to last because you don't need to use a lot. That's the whole thing. You put a little dab, get a little water on there, build the lather, apply to your face. Then I have the scrubbing brush. So I just got, again, a simple, I think it's a black, I, maybe it's charcoal, I don't know. Again, I think it was $5 at Marshall's. Uh, and this isn't a plug for Marshall's by any mean, but it is a plug for buying things at relatively low cost. Uh, so keep that in mind. Uh, whilst I'm not plugging a store, I am plugging uh, buying things and saving money and buying them at lower cost. Uh, that to me is the, um, the key to the success here and implementation of a good skincare process and routine. Uh, so I have the brush. Um, I'm also fortunate enough that my mom has a friend. Uh, she has a lot of friends that are into kind of homemade or naturally made products. Uh, so they were able to hook me up with some wonderful, these charcoal uh, soap um, kind of pucks. So I use that too. Um, I especially find that charcoal is really great at really cleansing um, the, and, and purifying the skin. So I'll use that typically after a sport. So after ball hockey, I lather up my shower loofah with that soap, scrub the body down. Uh, I'll use it on my face, get a nice lather, and then I'll use that scrubbing brush. And it doesn't have to be an electric brush, um, an electric scrubbing brush. Uh, that's something else I wanted to mention as well. Does not by any means have to be an electric scrubbing brush. Uh, it can, it can be just a regular one. As long as the bristles have a certain amount of stiffness to them, uh, because you really, that's where you get that exfoliating from, is from the brush. So having a good scrubbing brush is important. Again, $10 or less. I think I paid five for mine. Um, I do have an electric one that I, that I, I bought, still haven't even taken it out of the package. That was maybe 10 bucks, maybe 15 at the most. Again, all of these things are part of the process, part of the routine, don't need to cost a lot of money. So I'll use the scrubbing brush. Uh, after sport, really get in there, clean the pores, clean the skin, get the dead skin off, get that sweat off, get all that dirt off. Um, and then, uh, and then yes, the next part in the cleansing kind of process is the moisturizing. So when you've scrubbed and clean and, and cleaned your face, cleaned your body, the next thing you need to do is replenish some of that moisture, replenish some of those nutrients that you've taken away. It depends. Everybody's different. Uh, everybody's skin is different. I try to use uh, more sensitive skin-based products. Uh, and I just find it's easier on your skin. And I find it's kind of universally easier on everybody's skin. Um, so usually, typically, uh, a sensitive skin um, light moisturizer will work. Uh, something, if you are getting something with sunscreen, again, make sure... Um, that it is something that has uh, a kind of a sensitive skin approach to it. Um, so read the labels um, and kind of know what brands work for you, especially when you start getting into sunscreens. Um, I have used like the Hawaiian Tropic ones, uh, face sunscreens. I have used those kind of roll-on ones. Those roll-on ones, I'm not as big a 
fan of. Whilst they are convenient, I do find they get very greasy and very heavy very quickly. Um, and then it, getting them off, you do kind of find yourself having to scrub a lot and it just adds time to the process. Um, and I don't know if it's necessarily the best for your skin. Um, so there's easier to use sunscreens that are easier on you. Again, a nice sense of sunscreen. If you can get SPF 30, that would be ideal in my opinion, but something with some sunscreen, especially in the summer months, uh, you want to do that. Sun damage is one of the leading causes, uh, from what I understand, of aging of the skin, as well as you just don't want to get skin cancer, right? We're out in the sun, you want to get some sun, uh, but you have to be responsible with your skin. So make sure you are uh, using something with some SPF in it. Uh, trust me, you'll thank me later for it. I'm a big fan of the sunscreen oils. Uh, typically, uh, I'll get mine when I go down to the States, uh, when I go down to Las Vegas, uh, because they have the tan, the spray oils, um, or the sunscreen oils, um, or tan, I don't, I don't like to use the word tanning oils, but I guess that probably is the most accurate, that have the SPF 30 in them. Uh, I just find it's a little easier on my skin. It absorbs a lot better. It's not nearly as harsh, um, but I still get that protection, uh, from the sun, I don't burn. Uh, last year, uh, last summer when I was down in Vegas, the time I found myself burning uh, was the day I didn't use that and used just a regular spray uh, aerosol sunscreen. So, and I, and I mean, there's all kinds of issues with the aerosol sunscreens. I know I shouldn't have been using it, um, but I couldn't find my tanning oil. And it turns out it was actually just in my buddy's bag. Uh, so regardless, didn't want to uh, bother him, so used the other sunscreen. Uh, he ended up using it. We both ended up with sunburns from it. Uh, whereas uh, when you get the higher strength uh, oil, I find it just absorbs better, stays better, lasts better, feels better. Uh, overall, I just I think it's better. So I'll use that, especially in the summertime. Um, but anyway, the moisturizing is very important. Um, not just on your face, but I find also on your body. Uh, being from Winnipeg with these harsh winters, it is very drying. Um, like right now, my hands are just peeling. They are dry, so I have to moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Uh, but nonetheless, very important part uh, of the whole skincare process is the moisturizing. So re-injecting some moisture back into yourself. Um, and for me personally, I'll either use the moisturizers. I'm a big fan of the oils. Uh, some people aren't. I like them. Which oil you use might depend on your personal preference, might depend on your skin, whatever. I know that the argan oil, uh, from what I understand, is relatively hypoallergenic. Don't quote me that. I'm not a, um, I, I don't know that, but I know it is quite easy on the skin, at least in my experience. Very nice, absorbs nicely, uh, moisturizes well, especially after shaving. Um, and as you guys do know, or if you don't know, I do shave with a straight razor. Uh, so I do get a much smoother shave. Um, straight razor shaving is the smoothest shave you're going to get. It's not necessarily the closest, but it is the smoothest, and in my opinion, the cleanest shave you're going to get. Uh, so I use the straight razor. Uh, I use disposable blade uh, straight razor. Uh, I don't sharpen and strop my uh, blade. I use a disposable one. That way I'm guaranteed a sharp blade. Uh, so, uh, nonetheless, uh, you want to re get, get some moisture back in. I use argan oil on my face. 
Um, for my for my hair and for my body, actually, what I'll do is typically I will use Head and Shoulders shampoo. I have no problem denying that. Uh, it's not that I really it's not that I suffer from dandruff. It's it's more so a preventative thing. Um, I find it does kind of moisturize my hair nicely, leaves my hair um, feeling nice. Um, I don't have to worry about potentially having dandruff. And then what I'll do is after while my hair is drying, is I'll put in um, some coconut oil. Doesn't have to be expensive. I get my bottles from uh, Dollar. Um, but get it one dropper full, rub it through, massage it through my hair, get it onto my scalp so my scalp is moisturized. Um, that's a big thing. That's a big cause of dandruff is, is dry scalp. Uh, if you go and see your hairdresser, they will tell you whether you have a, a dry scalp or not. Listen to them. Very important that you do. Um, as my hair gets longer, that's when I'll typically use like a cream rinse or a conditioner in my uh, in the shower uh, when as my when my hair's shorter so I'm probably about a good month away I would say from really needing to use a conditioner when I shower um, but I'm not as big a stickler if I'm being honest on the conditioner in the shower as I am um, putting some kind of um, kind of moisturizer in your hair uh, whether it be a bio silk I, I, I'm a big fan I like bio silk. Uh, as I said, the coconut oil, I'm a big fan of that. Um, certain people have some kind of leave-in conditioner sprays. I know Jess does. She's introduced me to that. Whatever you use, for me, that's significantly more important than putting in the conditioner. Um, and there are mixed opinions about conditioner, um, how to use it, when to use it, um, and whether you use a conditioner or some people use what they call cream rinse, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not as big on that Um and it's just personal preference. I just find uh, that the benefits from putting something in after the shower versus in the shower just out, are outweighed. So that's why I'll use something after the shower. That's why I use the head and shoulders, really get a good lather, really scrub my head, scrub the scalp, make sure that's nice and clean. Um, and then I use the uh, oil after my shower, let it dry naturally, and then that way as my hair gets longer and I have to blow dry it, um, the damage from the heat um, is minimalized, um, almost completely nullified. So that's a big thing there, especially um, even for you ladies out there or men with longer hair, that's a little tip for you. Make sure you put something nourishing and moisturizing in your hair before you blow dry it or, apply, or use any kind of heat um, source on your hair to dry it. Uh, that would be, um, that's best to kind of nullify the negative effects. Um, the other thing too would be to, if you, if you do have the budget for it and you are willing to do it, invest in, um, a hair dryer that has a higher power on the cold setting. Um, the cool air is much easier on your hair than the, um, than the hot um, air. It does take longer to dry your hair, but it is significantly better for your hair. Uh, so keep that in mind. So I'll use the coconut oil in my hair, uh, right now I have the goatee going, so I'll use it on my goatee uh, as well. Very important to keep that. If you have a beard, some sort of beard oil to lubricate, to keep the, you know, keep it nice and looking nice, conditioned, uh, very important. Otherwise, that's how you get those kind of dry beards that are kind of going in all different directions. Important to keep it moisturized, important to get that moisture into your face, into your hair. And then I'll use the coconut oil on the body. Again, one dropper. Um, for both like and then rub it in put that on my arms shoulders upper you know trap and neck area another dropper full chest and abdomen and then uh, depending on how dry my legs are one dropper on each leg your legs are pretty big 
Um, but that's kind of, um, and of course, you always got to make sure you lotion that butt. Keep your tushy uh, nice and moisturized as well. Uh, so that would kind of be an easy process. Now, sometimes you might be thinking, oh man, this is going to add so much time. That's where once you've established the, the process, you have to make it part of the routine. So whether you're showering at home, showering at the gym, showering after a sport, you make that part of your routine. So I know when I'm at the gym, I get out, I make sure I'm dried off. Go open up my uh, toiletry bag, take out my argan oil, put on my face, take out my coconut oil, hair, body, done. Honestly, it adds to me maybe a minute, maybe a minute and a half to the process, two minutes at most, and that's two minutes well spent. That's two minutes very well spent, um, but so important um, for, the for your health, for the health of your skin. Uh, it helps, you know, keep the skin clean, keep the skin moisturized, also helps prevent things like infections, skin infections, fungal infections, um, all of those kind of things. You want to make sure your skin is clean. Um, <clears throat> and that's, that's kind of where that ongoing process, again, at night, you don't want to be going to sleep with a dirty face. Um, it's very, very important that you have essentially a clean face going to bed. So whether that is exfoliating or whatever, and typically if you are going to be, if you are someone that finds yourself needing to exfoliate once a day, do it at night rather than in the morning, because at night you're going to be scrubbing off more dirt, more dead skin. It's just, it's, it's better for you to do it at night. Again, apply maybe some argan oil, make sure you get that moisturizer in again, something light, sensitive skin geared, uh, on your face. That would be, um, best. Uh, and then in the morning, maybe just a quick, you know, rinse of your face. Um, even if you use, um, some kind of like cleaning cloth, uh, you know, they have those pre, uh, cloths that come with a little plastic thing. You just peel off the little sticker, take one out, wipe your face off, apply something to moisturize again, a minute at most, right? But it's again, building on that process and that routine. As I said, before you go out, that's where I like the tanning oils. So in the summer, for instance, uh, if, if it's not a day that I've shaved, I will just apply that sunscreen slash tanning oil to my face, to my body. And then there I'm getting the moisturizer and I'm getting the sun protection all in one go. Uh, and I'm protecting my skin. So it's, uh, it, it doesn't take much time and it doesn't cost much money. Um, but it's so worthwhile. It's that investment in yourself. Right, and sometimes the best investments we make in ourselves is just implementing a certain uh, process and routine. The next part of it is kind of that supplemental stuff, that extra stuff that you don't think about, but is very, 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 very important um, and critically important when it comes to skincare and healthy, clean skin. And that's um, the maintenance, those other things you might do. So for instance, clean clothes. Very, very, very important. You know, um, don't go sweating in a shirt, keep it on all day and not change it. Don't go and have your workout shirt and then leave and go home and do whatever thing in it. No, as soon as you're done your workout, take it off, have a shower, put on clean clothes from top to bottom. 
and make sure you wash your workout attire every time you use it. So for me at ball hockey, I have my rash guards. So that's your your kind of your 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 tights, so to speak. So I have my leg tights, my 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 shirts. Um, as soon as I get home after hockey, those are taken off, stripped completely down, put in the hamper. They're not dried and used again. It's you get clean stuff every time you go to the gym. And yes, I know you might say, oh, well, that seems wasteful. It really isn't. It's, it's truly preventative to prevent any kind of rashes, any kind of skin irritation. Um, because once you start getting rashes and irritation, it just... It throws everything off and it becomes easier to do it, easier for it to come back. Um, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, everybody, I, I mean, most people do get some form of skin irritation at some point in their life. It happens to everybody. It's how you treat it. Um, and I honestly recommend as soon as you notice something, go see your doctor. All right. Your doctor's seen it all. They have the training. They have the expertise. Go see your doctor. Don't ignore it and hope it'll go away. It doesn't. And it won't. Um, I can be. I can assure you of that. It doesn't, and it won't. Uh, whereas, go see your doctor, get it looked at, get it taken care of, and then we can all move. And then you can move on. Um, it's just easier and better that way. Um, I've had some nasty skin irritations in the past. That again, you either you think you know you start to get neglectful with it, or you get lazy with it, and then it takes forever. Uh, we don't need to get into the details, but I had an issue last year that lasted months and was a pain in the ass. And uh, basically, long story short, I ended up having to go on three courses of antibiotics to get rid of the uh, issue. Uh, and you don't want that. Nobody fucking wants that. So make sure again, um, that you take care of your skin. Um, and a big part of that is preventative. So clean clothes every time you go to the gym, coming away from the gym, coming away from any type of exercise or sports, clean clothes, new clothes every time taking care of your equipment. So if you have some kind of spray you want to use that um, is a cleansing, you know, deodorizing spray, I do recommend that on your equipment. Take care of your equipment. You'll be so eternally thankful for doing that. Trust me. Um, it is always 100% worth it. You'll want to make sure that you are taking care of your equipment, taking care of yourself, clean equipment, um, is the best and easiest way to prevent any type of skin irritation. Guaranteed. Uh, you're going to want to do that. Uh, so in doing that, um, and, and letting your equipment dry, air dry, dry your equipment out. I know, for instance, when I had this world domination ball hockey tournament um, on the weekend, big thing there was, and you'd see the players after every game, we'd all line up, and they had the, at least they had the high-powered um, hand dryers putting our hockey gloves and drying out our gloves, right? Um, for me, I was, uh, you know, wearing the goalie gloves. I would make sure I'd take my gloves off, leave them to air dry between games, um, things like that. You want to make sure you do that because, again, it can irritate your skin. Um, it'll be uncomfortable. So making sure you take care of your equipment. Um, and then as soon as I got home, after every game, spray down my equipment, um, for your helmets, it has direct contact with your face. Making sure to keep those clean. Spray them down. If you need to, take like a Lysol wipe. Wipe down the inside surfaces of it. Keep it clean. Um, otherwise, that bacteria grows um, and then you don't want that on your skin. You truly, truly, truly do not want that anywhere near your skin. So make sure you are taking care of that. 
um, and, and staying on top of that. Um, and part of that too is recognizing when some equipment is just too old now. It's, you know, it's best days are behind it and it's time to move on and invest in some new gear. Nothing wrong with that. I know it's, it's a cost, but I mean, it's the cost of essentially doing business. If you want to keep playing, make sure you have well-kept, proper, clean equipment. Very important. Cannot stress that enough. Um, so make sure you're doing that, staying on top of that. That's a big part in that preventative um, part of the skincare process and routine. Last thing I want to talk about in terms of kind of preventative and maintenance are, are, are face masks. So understand what type of mask you're looking for. Um, I'm a big fan of the clay masks. Um, and I've talked about this before. I like to use a nice clay mask, especially after a good shave. Um, and if I'm shaving at home as opposed to the gym, I will shave. And with the goatee, it's a little hard to navigate and it becomes a bit of a pain in the ass, but still try to do it. Um, but I will shave, get that nice shave, clean the face, dry it, and then apply a nice clay mask to it just to purify, get everything out of the skin, close those pores, tighten up the skin, wash it off, have a shower, apply some moisturizer. Honestly, when you look in the mirror, you'll feel like you've taken five years off. 100%. Um, and the nice thing too about the clay mask is either sex can use them. Um, so I'm a big fan, a big proponent of clay masks. I think they really do offer a lot of benefits. Um, I'm not as big a fan of those, the ones that stick on white and that you peel off. I do use them, for instance, though, on my nose and nose area uh, just to clean out the pores. Um, I know they're not the best, um, but I just use them because you can get a little tube of that for relatively cheap. Um, and it's cheaper than getting like Biore strips or anything like that. So I'll use that there. I don't use it on my entire face. Um, because I know they're not good for your entire face from what I've understood and read. Um, and it is very harsh, the peeling of it. Um, things you can wash off are a little better. Um, sometimes I'll look towards more of a charcoal -y mask um, for, for, for a cleansing. Um, I'm a big fan of that. And um, I like to use the masks. I mean, you get a, t a tub of it or a tube of it, put it on, apply it on, let it dry. Once it's hard, take it off. Those are the best masks, in my opinion, to use because it kind of tells you when it's done. So those, to me, are nice, easy to use, highly recommended. Um, again, some cucumbers on the eyes. Not going to shy away from that. Great, especially on the under eyes. Our eyes do get tired. Our eyes tend to look tired. Um, very important there. Um, another thing I recommend, sunglasses. Don't be afraid to wear sunglasses and use sunglasses, especially in bright when you're outside. Always have a pair of sunglasses on. It protects your eyes, protects the skin around your eyes, keeps your eyes from looking tired and fatigued. That's a big thing. Um, and even sometimes, and that's why people ask, like, oh, are you one of those poker players that wears sunglasses? And I'll say it depends. And they'll say, well, what does it depend on? And I say, well, a few things. Depends on A, how hungover I am, and B, how bright the lights are. Um, if the lights are particularly bright, I'm someone that suffered from migraine headaches for most of my entire life. Uh, so uh, for me, the sunglasses help. So I'll wear sunglasses inside. Um, and sometimes not even just playing poker. I'll wear them inside when I go shopping at the mall. Uh, right now, I have a window right by me that's kind of bright. Kind of wishing I had my sunglasses on for that. Um, but nonetheless, 
big proponent, sunglasses. They're, they're not your enemy, they are your friend. Uh, so I am a big fan of that. Uh, I don't know why I just changed the channel here to uh, watch Leafs Lunch, but I guess they're finishing up some curling here. Uh, there was an unexpected tie. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I digress there. Uh, so the clay masks are good. Um, now some people, and a, big, and a new trend has become those sheet masks. So you buy them in the pouches. Um, they're kind of cut to it. They kind of look like a face. Um, and then you stick them on. You leave them on for X amount of time. Peel them off. I've done those. No issues with those. Um, again, just read what the mask is for. If you need moisture, get one that's a little more moisturizing. If you know that there's particular ingredients that you might be allergic to, avoid them. If you need something that's cleansing and nourishing and uh, purifying, get something there. So just kind of know what's in the mask. Again, don't need to break the bank. You don't need to get the fancy one. If you notice there's a sale at Walmart, good. Pick them up there. If you notice that you're at Marshall's, they have some on sale there. Again, great. Um, if you're willing to put in a little bit of time and get a t uh, like a, a squeeze tube um, there and then of the clay mask or of a charcoal mask, I recommend that. That's my those are my favorite types of uh, masks um, or face masks. Um, again, if you see a tube on sale, get it. You'll have you'll get plenty of use out of it. Uh, they last forever, and again, great way of keeping the skin looking nice, tight, and young. Last thing I want to talk about is an inherent advantage that men have over women when it comes to anti-aging, and that is shaving. Shaving your face, men, is a great natural way of exfoliating. And that's why, for instance, they, um, you, know, you hear a lot about how men tend to age less or they look younger for longer than women do. Um, and as we get older, men tend to, their skin looks almost, uh, they, you know, people complain, that, oh, well, men's skin looks better or my husband's, whatever. A big reason for that is the, the exfoliation we get from shaving. So that's a big thing as well. Again, proper grooming habits, clean razor, sharp razor, right? It's no different than a knife in the kitchen. A dull knife is infinitely more dangerous when cutting up fruits, vegetables, meat than a dull knife. Infinitely more dangerous. So you're far more likely to injure yourself with a dull razor than you are a sharp razor. Know what you're doing, get comfortable with the razor, get comfortable with the blade, um, confidence with the blade is the number one thing there. Again, good habits, but again, shaving great natural exfoliant. So you're, cause basically what you're doing is when you're shaving away there, you're also scraping away all that dead skin. You're shaving that away as well. So you're getting a nice fresh new layer. And that's why, again, the goal of a shave is to get that baby bottom, um, smooth, right? Um, or as people like to say, smooth as a baby's ass. Well, that's because, again, not only are you getting rid of the hairs, you're getting rid of all that dead old skin and producing a new layer of skin. So important to moisturize it. Keep it moisturized. Keep it youthful. Um, things like that. So just a few little tips there on shaving. And I could do a whole episode on grooming and grooming tips, and I, and I have in the past. So please go back, check those out. Um, I'll do another one in the upcoming uh, little while. Uh, again, on uh, grooming and some grooming tips uh, to help you out moving forward. Um, but nonetheless, 
uh, I think that's a good uh, this is a good place to leave it there. There's a lot of information there to absorb. Uh, so again, just wanted to change things up today uh, rather than bog you guys down with poker and sports and all that. Uh, let's talk about something a little bit a bit more that we can all use some tips, some uh, lifestyle tips here that uh, the dude could provide you with. So I do thank you so much again for tuning into this episode of the Seems Legit Podcast. Again, a big thank you for the continued and growing support here on the Seems Legit Podcast. And uh, if you aren't already doing so, please follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at the dude Sunny D. Thank you so much. Take care and bye bye for now.